All right, guys, what's going on? This is the pilot episode for The Hard Stuff. I'm here with Caleb, your main host, along with my co-host here. He's going to call himself the main host all week, but I don't know about that. I'm Bailey. We're going to be talking tech, we're going to be talking sports, and we're going to be talking how much Caleb hates to drink all the booze I bring home. Yeah, just a segue here. I hate whiskey, and we're we're basing this off the hard liquor, so I'll get my revenge one day with some tequilas. So first impressions, how was the smell? It's, it's hot. It smells hot. That's all it is. It's fucking gross. Bareface Canadian whiskey. Seven-year seven triple oak aged. Oh, it should be great. Absolutely. little dark caramel color. Might as well cover the whole ice cube. This is a three-finger glass kind of deal. And spill it on the desk. Fuck it all. All right. Oof. It's got to be good. It was a $40 bottle of whiskey. To me, it almost smells like it's got like a tequila tinge to it. Oh, I hope not. Maybe it's the woodiness. Might be. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, first impression. Taster. Yeah. Delightful. Not a whiskey drinker. Surprisingly smooth. Incredibly smooth. I'm impressed. I got to wonder. It came with this. (laughs) You're going for it? It came with this. Pass me the bottle here. What is this? Amaro Montenegro Premiata Specialata. Uh, pardon my Spanish, but 1885 liqueur. We mix it together half and half. So where did it say that you were supposed to mix these? This safety tag here. Right oh, up, like right pear as well. Yeah, yeah. It's called the Black Bear. Half bear face whiskey, half Amaro Montenegro. I don't know if I'm going half and half. Not a big liqueur guy but well i want a whiff of this just the oh you know what not as dark as i thought we'll add a little more looks like a freaking drink out of a commercial now oh that does smell rough though quick little stir here let's see where we're at we're so prepared to stir with the pocket knife whatever you adding any i want to see this reaction here first (laughs) Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna want that. Yeah, hundred percent. Give you the old stir stick. Okay, how much? I went just a little less than half of the whiskey. Yeah, probably. Okay, so sorry. What was that called? Oh, Montero something. Amaro Montenegro. It's uh, a liqueur, and this makes it's a it's a black bear, I think. Okay, yeah, so yeah, the black, the, bear. the black bear. Okay, that's like impressively. Smooth. That's good. That's something I would like sit down at a wedding and get hammered on. <laughs> so whiskey alone on me for not drinking it. I'm gonna go like at eight and a half. You can you can tell you don't drink good whiskey because that's way too high. Really? No way. Uh, okay, good, well, good, good whiskey. I agree with you. Fair enough. Maybe ten episodes in, I'll revisit that ranking. That's fair. We'll we'll do a recap coming coming in soon, hopefully. And I actually think with the addition of the mini here, it bumps it up to like a nine. It makes it better. Okay, so I'm gonna go maybe like a six and a half, seven on the whiskey. Good whiskey, real clean, not as much flavor as I want. This absolutely makes it worse. Still good. Better with the whiskey, I think. Just whiskey. Just the whiskey. I'm, the Black Bear, 
Six. The black, nope, sorry, the bareface whiskey, seven by itself. Still definitely an acquired taste. Like, I couldn't sit there and pound that. My stomach would hurt, I think. We'll see how long this episode goes, but I might pound two or three. <laughs> I don't know. If you keep drink, dropping the ice, though, we're kind of fucked. <laughs> You'll enjoy this. So, first things first, let's, you know, every nerd guy's thing. We'll go games and tech. What do we got up first? How many hours have you sunk into the D2? All right. Remastered. So, uh, remastered. I'm, I got to be close, probably probably 15 20 hours already <laughs> i've put in two solid eight hour days and then you know a couple hour two hour here whatever what what about you i know you haven't played it much you've been on and off hit and miss what what are you thinking not something you're sinking hours into eh? not yet i think just because of how much i played in the past it's like d2 for me was like the first time i built a computer it was hours on hours grinding characters getting the cow level everything non-stop so now i'm back to it the graphics are awesome it runs amazing but it's almost too repetitive for me so i I think i'm only like i don't know eight or ten hours in i I think i think i'm on act three that's it like first run through yeah see now the complete opposite is i just finished act three in nightmare so (laughs) yeah we're about about a full difficulty away but i was uh i was almost too young when it came out the first time i think i was maybe four years old uh (laughs) You know, my my dad brought it, let me try it out. And I think as a kid, between the ages of like 4 and 12, I probably put close to 2,000, 3,000 hours in. It was basically the only computer game I played. Okay, okay. So, you know, this is this is nostalgia for me, man. This is coming home after school, texting your ninth grade buddies saying that they were playing <laughs> COD, but I wasn't because I had D2 running. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, trying to get servers together. That was way worse back then. Oh, just a nightmare. But my overall impression, I mean... Legacy mode looks terrible. I can't, I say, how I can't you, believe. That's what I want to know is how do you like oh, that? Oh, man. I can't believe we ever played that game like that. That's what I mean. Like, I'm we're not that old at all. And, like, going back now and seeing the jump, the leap in the tech that's happened, it's like, how did I do this? How could I manage this for so many hours before? I tried, you know, first time back in the cow level in D2R. I pulled it back. I was like, oh, I want to do it in legacy mode. You know, it was my favorite thing to do in the original. I got to do the cows in legacy mode. I think I turned it on for maybe five seconds. <laughs> I threw like three hammers, whatever. I was done. I couldn't do it. It was awful. There's no other way to put it. Yeah. That's what I mean. Props to them for including it to like, I don't know, brag how well they did it. But like you think back, because definitely back then when I started gaming, I didn't have even a 1920 monitor. No. I was playing at the most 1280. If that. I don't know if that would improve it now or not. Like I couldn't imagine trying to, I don't even know if it will pull in like a 4K resolution, but it would just be bricks. Oh man, it'd be awful. I, I can't even get it to run smoothly on 1920 and legacy it still cuts itself down to 1028 or whatever the hell it is but so saying that like i'd say i'm still green into it you've got let, let's call it around about 30 hours yeah at most i'd say is it something that as a game that you spent money on remastered that you will do you think you'll continue to play it it is uh it's gonna be a game that i play when all my buddies are just like asleep at work, whatever. You know, if I'm just trying to sink some single player hours in, I'll play D2. If I'm trying to have a good time, other guys are on. There's other games for that. There's new games coming out for that. We got Battlefield coming beta right now. We got New World just released. I was going to say, we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but 
I think if you make the leap into New World, all that solo time, you're not going to have time for D2. Like, New World is a grind on its own. And if you're going to commit, you're going to need those spare hours. You know, ex-RuneScape player, big mm -hmm. RuneScape guy. You know, when I wasn't playing D2, I was playing RuneScape as a kid. The solo grind is boring as shit. Yeah, but that's why you're older now. You have more money. You have a multi-monitor set up. <clears throat> There's nothing wrong with a little hockey or even golf on the other monitor just to get you through it. I, I don't know if I could do it. I, I just don't <laughs> know. You know, I can, I can pull up a streamer. I got Tim. I got Nick. I got the boys sitting beside me, essentially. It feels like, and it still bores the living shit out of me sometimes. Yeah, here. I hope you give it an attempt then, but I think you're in for a world of hurt. Well, let, let's talk about it. The good, bad, new world. What do you got to say? You've sunk a lot of hours, and I see you on it all the time. What yeah. do you think? I think it's a current hit. I think it fills the gap between what gamers were looking for because wow, like it's wow. It, very few people can pick that up new and get to kind of the sweatiness level that people play at now. Where New World's new, it's coming out. It gives everyone that Skyrim feel graphic-wise. And it gives them like this new MMO. Because like to me, I tried Elder Scrolls Online and it's just, it was more buggy. It was more unfinished. It felt like a step down. Where like, fair enough, so be it. The server issues have happened. I mean, but aside two hour from queues that, are great. Yeah, for the scope of the game though, I think it's it's done well in the fact that like, even talking to some of my buddies, playing it myself, very few bugs, very few glitches. I've only had to use like an escape glitch once just for kind of legging into something. And I think for a game that you come out, it's like 150 to 200 hours for a relatively green MMO player to cap out on the level. That scale of game coming out now is perfect. It's like, why not commit to it? It's something new. It's something that everyone's on the same level. So there's no one like miles ahead that it's like, oh, I'm never going to get there. No one's into the end game stuff, really. It's coming. That kind of game has been out for 20 years already, and it is RuneScape. And you know that. You, yeah, this is, this look is at the, the game. support and look oh, at the graphics. No, no. This is the game. That's all it is. It's a graphical update. Exactly. Uh, the only change is third-person fighting and the graphics. That's it. You walk around. You cut down a million trees. You go do a quest. You kill a monster. You no, kill four jokes monsters. Jokes on you because it starts and it feels like all you do is chop trees. But then when you actually want to start crafting, it's like, oh, guess what? You have to go mine ore for four hours no different than runescape yeah except i'm gonna make my stand right here oh. the graphics are everything for that of course they are i mean they have to be it's 20 years newer exactly but it's the same fucking game i maybe but i'm not in it far enough to make that decision because i've only done one dungeon now or i think they're called expeditions there's no no end game raids i haven't done any of the faction stuff like i know runescape all has its own versions of that every mmo does but I have high hopes that they'll support the game well enough, long enough that it gives it a fair chance. Like, I'm not saying it's a WoW killer right now. It can't be. WoW's no, been no here way. for, what, what 20, yeah. Too 30 big years? To die. Too big to die. Exactly. But I bet you in the last week since launch or so, they've seen a dip in play, a huge dip in play time just for people trying this out. I mean, you have to. I bet to. you right now off of my experience, you'd probably only lose... 15% of like the tryhard WoW players to this right now? I don't even think it's that high. I don't think the tryhards are switching anytime soon. I think your casual WoW guys, you know, they cap out level 30, 40 per expansion. I think those guys are looking for something new. I think your hardcores are always your hardcore WoW guys. 
Blizzard Blizzard has a fan base whether you hate them or not. You know, whatever. No, no, they no, got no. And policies, I agree. And but. like I can say it, I used to be a hardcore WoW guy, and I could see this being the same issue. I loved WoW, and then I unfortunately I got older, I got married, I bought a house, all this crap. <laughs> you don't you, have the time. As you the time up, to yeah, grind. You never want to be the guy to say like I don't have time for video games anymore. But as it got there, like, wow, just couldn't, it wasn't an option there. I couldn't be a raid leader anymore. I couldn't be part of the guild. So it's like. You can't, you can't be the guy in real life saying, no, I can't come out for beers. I got to go play. Wow. I got a raid scheduled either. Exactly. You turn 25 and it's like, oh, I don't know if I can say that anymore. Well, I think the first time it was, it was like, okay, we got a weekend raid scheduled, 12 hour day, so be it. And then it's like, (laughs) shit. Now we got like the season opener for golf kind of thing four or eight guys going out on the course it's like do i want to be that guy that's like i have to go to work yeah, like, yeah i can't on. cancel for a video game i know better and saying that like <clears throat> i'm i'm in a perk right now the waste away for a month new world's getting a ton of time but if it becomes that much of like an hour horror down the road it's going to be the same issue for me oh you have to cut it off can't you can't let a game take over your life no matter how good it is no i agree but i think the way that it's laid out taking a peek at it with like the dailies kind of stuff that comes up for areas, your farming stuff to work on your professions. I think they're going to do an okay job of catering to the casuals as well. As long as I don't get overrun by level sixties, every time I try to do like a half ass PVP quest, I couldn't care less. There's going to be those guys that are going to fuck me just raw. No, no, no. But like, cause you, you can't think like that though. Eventually, no matter how casual you play it, you'll get to 60. Oh, Whether eventually it takes a while or, like me helping you out, coming back, whatever. But it's going to be like how well when it gets to PvP stuff that they kind of weapon balance, if any. Because then, yeah, if you got like sweaty 60s that have farmed endgame gear, <coughs> done everything, it's like, well, this is fucking fun. Yeah, it'll it'll definitely make me postpone PvP for I say, but ever. you like PvP way more than I do. I'm a PvE player, always have been. Uh, I'm strictly there to either get my shit pushed in or do it to others, so... If I continuously get rolled, it'll kill the game for me. But that's understandable. New game, not optimized for PCs. It's supposed to be not optimized. Killing cards, killing other parts. What? What's your take? You got a brand new thirty eighty Ti. Well, you, so are you far, willing to risk it? I have been. Like I've been on nonstop. I've. I won't lie. Like it's got me skeptical. I'm watching everything. I got monitors on temperatures. I got the FPS up. I got the performance pull. I even have like the wattages and everything, making sure it's not ramping up. Always on my other monitor. doesn't matter what's going on. And so far, I've been good. I know when it first came out, it was because of the unlocked FPS stuff. Cap that right away. Like I try and play 240 just to dumb around it to start. Locked everything at 60, like no screwing around. And I've changed it recently. I've gone a little bit higher, a little bit higher. And now it's like I'm not uncapped. I've got un or capped background FPS, which is an option, but I have uncapped like regular. And All so right. far, so All good. Right. No heat spikes, like everything's running well. Like I have a full hard line or sorry, soft line liquid cooled rig and it's working well. GPU's not on it, but like CPU temperatures are good. Everything's good. I'm not willing to close everything down, keep playing and not look anymore though. So, you know, I'm team red, I got sixty nine hundred XT. I I'm not concerned. I this is the one thing that's nice for me right now. I I waited. I bought during scalping times. Whatever. No red cards are dying. I might not get full RTX support, but I couldn't have a care in the world. It's but 
But I, like I know in the past you've been monitor shopping. Are you going to make the leap to 4K gaming? On on that game, I don't know if there's going to be... But not even that, because we're talking about risking your GPU zone. I, I know you like Team Red, but it's a little bit of a step down now. Like, Are you content with that? or like? Oh, God, no. No? Absol- no, absolutely not. If there was an option when I bought, I would have been Team Green 100%. Now that this news has come out, you know, 30 series are lighting on fire, 30 series are bricking, <laughs> I'm not... I'm glad I got a red card, but for games where I want the full RTX, the full 4K experience, I would way rather a 3080 Ti or 3090. It's it's too far. I know AMD says, you know, oh, we compete with the 3080. No, you fucking don't. I have the 6900 XT. It's close. I say I think that's kind of on par with the 3080, like yeah, the, the plain 3080. Yeah, yeah, which is a good card. Don't get me wrong, great card for. The only You're, difference is, like, I won't argue. I'm happy with the 3080 Ti because of the space between Team Red, but I paid for it. I paid the premium to get that. Yeah, I paid a scalper, and I paid less than you exactly. did. Exactly. And the big difference, though, is, like, because we, we both wanted it at the start. Like, 39 would be awesome, and it's awesome for 4K gaming, even if, whatever, you run the risk of breaking it, because I know 3090s have been worse than the 3080s currently. Absolutely. But it's, like... Are you prepared because of this world shortage to go out there and spend quadruple, triple well, the amount can't do of a freaking I can't price? spend thirty five hundred bucks on a thirty ninety. That's Canadian. I can't spend that. Yeah, no, at that, I don't even know if you can right now. No. The whole time we were shopping and building it was four grand minimum. Yeah. I mean, as a guy who built the entire rig during the shortage, yeah. I paid four K including my sixty nine hundred XT. I couldn't imagine paying four K for a thirty ninety. That's that's what, retarded. Exactly. Well, even I told you through the whole process, like my previous build which was top of the line, 1080 Ti's in it, to this current build, was like half the price. My current graphics card cost the entire build of my last-gen computer. So now, getting away from the graphics card, still staying with the game, other hardware dying. We had, not we, uh, but Shroud, two days ago, or maybe it was yesterday, I'm not totally sure, PSU exploded, bang, pop, exploded in his computer what do you think of that he's he was playing new world he was streaming new world psu exploded okay i'll fault maybe the game a bit for that but because it's shroud because he's like a professional streamer you have to wonder like how much crap he's got running off his one pc no he runs multi pc does he he's got stream pc he's got game pc and it was the gaming one that crapped out yep because he came back on seconds later after the explosion on his stream and said his universal power supply exploded and ended his stream prematurely. So I don't know. Maybe it sucked too much power blue breaker, and that's why his stream ended. But I said, what does he mean by universal power supply then? Apparently, it's not the same as a PSU. I don't know the tech term for it. It's called a UPS. It says oh, it's here, like his power bank. Uh, may, that might have been it. It's like a surge protector, maybe his backup thing, like the people have. Yeah, but the quote from him is, that was fucking crazy. <laughs> I have never had a UPS, universal power supply, explode like that before. That was crazy. That was cool. It scared the shit out of me, but it was cool. So the friends he was playing with, surprised, concerned. After the stream was over, it took him a little while to get back on. So it might have, you're right, it might have been a power bank, but I think the coincidence with him playing New World when it exploded is just too close. No, I agree with that. And, if anything with that for having better hardware too like i bet you can fault the game 
but I wouldn't want to jump on and blame everything without seeing like some of the tech specs, the backup. Like I, I, I know he probably wasn't monitoring it, but I'd love to see like what is GPU, what is PSU, everything started pulling for voltage. Yeah, and even he doesn't, well, he might blame the game, but his tweet was trying to figure out the power issue, etc. One thing's for sure, the new world grind don't stop. So he's not he's not afraid of blowing yeah, shit up. Obviously, I've seen his Twitter thing though, because like or his feed, because he's the one that's putting out. He's like anyone that thinks they're gonna play this nonchalant, stay away. Oh yeah, he's the one that's like deterring anyone that's a casual. He's like this game's not for you, which is incredible because the amount of hours that guy puts into Valorant, I don't know how he has the time that he does for New World. But that's what I mean. Is he gonna game swap for it? Oh, he can't. He can't do it. Like, how's his viewership? Have you watched him at all? I. I can't watch New World. It's like watching paint dry. <laughs> I watch him on Valorant anytime he's on. I cannot watch a guy play New World. But I don't. I don't know. You know, it might. It might dip. The the Twitch um, money. What the hell is that called? Revenue just got leaked. We saw Shroud not even top twenty. Really? Yeah. Was I, it all hot tub streamers? No. <laughs> I didn't recognize any. It was close. <laughs> I think Nick Merck's top ten, Tim Tatman top ten. I think Shroud. Oh, so it's like last year then, or it was from uh, August twenty nineteen to October twenty twenty one. So just before Tim's exit, or just, like just including after, yeah. after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Shroud not even top twenty, which actually really surprised me. I think he was twenty two or something, so he's close. But for a guy that I say was Aiden on there, oh, I couldn't imagine. So Aiden not that big. I mean, bigger than <laughs> us, but fuck, not that big. But for a guy that big following, left a mixer, him and Ninja robbed him blind, yeah. and came back to Twitch, I would have expected more than whatever the hell it was, a mil and a half or $2 million over two years, honestly. Two years or one year? Uh, I was... Like one fiscal year, wasn't it? No, it would have been two because it was 2019, August yeah. 2019 to October 2019. No, or 2021. So two years, I would have thought he'd be up more than a mil a year. Now, it didn't include donations. It was just... Sub fees, yeah, like following basic whatever basic revenue. Your, yeah, your ad revenue, not even like his sponsorships. But I would, I would have thought he'd been higher, honestly. Fair enough, but I'll say it like he's still not hurting. Oh, I mean, if you're on a Logitech commercial every fucking day, then no, you're not hurting at all. Exactly. I see your drinks of our nice bare faces empty. Are you going for a refill? I, I will be. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm trying to find that, uh, that list. Oh, it actually came out as a leak though. It wasn't even put out. Yeah, yeah, no. Twitch did not want it. It was a source code fucking massive leak. All creator payouts. Incredible. Like I'm surprised nothing bad has honestly happened from that. Well, I don't know. They've been plagued with like legal issues nonstop. Lots of content creators leaving. Lots coming in. Like as I don't try and like talk shit about them, but the whole hot tub scene that's there. Like I can see why a lot of viewership leaves. But saying that as someone that's left to watch Tim a lot, like the other platforms aren't there yet. YouTube is making big moves. You, you can't lose. Well, Courage and Valkyrie were quite a while ago. But okay, so yeah, in third with Summit One G, fourth is Tifu, fifth is Nick. Like, and yeah, they're not hurting at all. No, but find find the next page. We're talking about Shroud right now. Shroud was 25th. Yeah, he's not even close to those guys. Two million over two years. I mean, as much as Summit does stream GTA and whatever fucking games Uh, he streams, I can't watch that shit. Holy. Well, that's what I mean. 
for the type of viewership he has to see lol tyler ahead of him by 10 spots is hilarious to me yeah the dude's like he's good at the game he's never been the best and he's just known for raging did you see that league of legends like made him the face of league no no way oh yeah they they solved their issues they talked it out i guess he's a big deal right now he always comes up on like most suggested i didn't know that though that's they're, awesome. they're friends he went from being banned every time he streamed on a new account to being friends with the league guys it's because he used to lose his freaking mind well i mean i'm sure he still does but i think he's done running it down mid every time he dies <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe just breaking shit on his desk still i don't know i actually haven't watched him in a long time just because he used to be so like toxic to watch i think guys like that they don't change you want to you want to break everything on your desk every time something goes wrong? That's just who you're going to be. Okay, question to you then. Should the streaming platforms let them? Oh, absolutely. Where do you draw the line at, like, what's too much game rich? Because the same stuff goes to, like, Old Ninja, Tfue, all that stuff. Where then, you're like, you see them simmer down. You're like, oh, crap. I hope I didn't infringe on the, the policy kind of thing. I mean, I'm going to... A guy you probably don't know, but an NBA player, Myers, Myers Leonard... A little bit of a Twitch stream guy. Racial slurs. That's kind of, that's where I dropped the line. You know, you got a, a big figure face like that playing in the NBA. Getting upset, like Jewish slur words because he didn't like getting sniped. Like, ah, that that's my line. I don't care if a See, guy goes off. Fucking- I agree with that, but I think that's separate because if he's getting his streaming fan base because he's already a professional in an industry that's had way worse situations like that he should know better yeah but i mean a lot of these guys that are streaming they're big names and other shit as well now you got lupo being the face of gillette yeah tim and the cowboys tim and bud light nick and phase nick and the sports bo- i yeah, can't but remember what at sports least from them it's on. stemmed from gaming where like especially when they started before they got the limelight like, Every one of them has cleaned up their act. Like, I miss the old after-hours streams. Like, those got pretty oh, yeah. bad sometimes. Lupo after dark. Exactly. Ninja after dark. But, Incredible. like, they started where it came from, and they've been groomed by it. Like, I, I'll give a lot of that benefit to Twitch. Oh, absolutely. The purple snake will get you. But that's what I mean. They started there, and they've been brought up in this environment, and now it's there. I'm saying it's like, you were one of our best friends, starts tomorrow, and makes it big as a rager. It's like, is that... I think you gotta let it, it rip. Does it have potential anymore? Or is it too I think it up? has to. No, you know what? I think, I think there will always be a group on Twitch that love to see that shit. You know, everybody likes seeing Summit stand up, throw his chair, punch his <laughs> monitor. You know, he's really calmed down. Everybody loves to see it. Everybody loves seeing Ninja absolutely lose it, threaten to buy a bank and foreclose a house. Yeah, exactly. There's you always a market for fly. that. I'm happy that we've grown up now to see people start from the bottom and end there to be like that kind of flex. Because it's like, yeah, you're kind of a dickhead right now doing it, but like, good on you for making it. Yeah, but if I had $100 million, I mean, I, I'd do the same fucking thing. <laughs> You'd already be dead. Like, it's whatever. You know, you, you got to have the guys that will rage. Not everybody's perfect. And in the game, in the world of video games, nobody's even close. I think the most calm guy I've ever seen has been Shroud with his new games is Tim lately after his new sponsorship in the and the switch to YouTube. Yeah, it's chilled him out. Like, frick this and frick that. That ain't Tim. Yeah. Come on. That ain't Tim. But you know what? Whatever. It keeps the monetization. We need a good old courage breakdown again. Oh, the wild, wild man. So, got off topic a little bit. Whatever. Rant. Uh, Battlefield. First impressions. Terrible. 
Terrible. You said you didn't hate it. I didn't hate it, but like I asked you, what was your first oh, impression? Oh, terrible. Fucking hated exactly. it. I hated it. So then I, I jumped back on. I, got, I, I gave it like another four hours. I think I played like four or five games solid. Just wanting it to get better and better. And I switched every class. I played everything. I tried it from snipe, sniping and like glitching and lagging through every bush and rock on the floor to like running in assault and just getting mowed down by like endless helicopters. Absolutely. To me, it felt like every other battlefield in the playstyle. And to its defense, like it's still open beta, I guess. But being a month away from release, it felt extremely unpolished. 100%. It felt, it felt awful. The things that I think make Battlefield were not there in this release. See, and to me, I disagree that it felt like Battlefield. Like, if I, you could have gave me that game, like, with no title, it'd be like Battlefield. But, and again, to his defense, the graphics now with the semi-realism, the guns you kind of recognize, unreal. I think they did an awesome job. Oh, they awesome look great. Job. Oh, the graphics are unreal. They look great. It's like, as soon as you try and move, shoot someone, get in a vehicle, it's, I don't think it's ever been so clunky. No. Even like a game like Warzone, I can actually see my character jump in the truck. I don't want to hop in a truck and all of a sudden be teleported into the gunner seat. Yeah. Not with the amount of realism we have now. You know what? Ten years ago, bad company, whatever. I don't care. I'm going to throw some shade, though, and we're not going on topic on it. I'm extremely disappointed in Warzone for their level of graphics with the scale of their game. Terrible. Exactly. Absolutely. just awful. We're going to leave that, oh that my God. and go back yeah, to we'll, Battlefield. Yeah, we'll come back next week. We'll have our Warzone gripes and whatever. You know, big game, whatever. We'll leave it next week. We're going to leave it today at dog shit. That's all we can say. <laughs> but, but, yeah, Battlefield. I mean, I don't know if I had a buggy game. It could have been numerous issues. But the quality of life stuff, I'm dying. I got to reselect every fucking scope, attachment, everything on my gun. Which I'm every curious, time. Because you had to, and I, I've played since again, Like, and I, I double-checked. My game, I did not. Oh, my God. I had to. I had to pick my character sometimes. Like, sometimes I was playing as that engineer guy, you yeah. know, with the sentry guns. All of a sudden, I'm that chick with the healing gun. I'm like, well, I'm still trying to run the assault pack, but I don't fucking want this, this heal gun. I want the rocket launcher or the sentry gun. Yeah. It was like... Every third death that would happen, every death my attachments would clear. I spent 20 minutes just on Steam trying to fucking refund the game because I couldn't handle it anymore. Really? I couldn't. So you fi- did refund. I tried. I couldn't figure it out. So, yeah, I still got it. But I'll give it one more shot, but I don't know. I couldn't handle it. I'm in the same spot. Like, I'm going to – I'll give it another day here, potentially tonight, maybe tomorrow before work, where, like, I commit to it because now that you said it, I'm, like, really considering the whole refund. It's that – bad of a feel that for me having games like new world all the new stuff coming out in the next couple months it's like if i don't spend the hundred dollars on this kind of thing i won't miss it i i have fallen off so much on those fps fps games for now i don't need battlefield to fill the void and especially not at 90 fucking dollars true but you're also one that like what do you, what's your backup thing because you hated apex i hate apex it's terrible I would rather play Cold War, not Warzone, Cold War any day. And if it's not that, I'm just, I'm dicking around in Valorant. But only Sticks and Stones. If I fucking enter a Sticks and Stones game by myself, I'm going to book myself for a lobotomy. (laughs) That is as brain dead as it gets, is a Sticks and Stones game in Cold War. But, you know what? Battlefield would be a game. If I figure out how to refund it, 
I'll refund it and I'll buy it on Boxing Day when it's only $60. Because it's not terrible and I expect it to get better. Or you'll come back one year from now and it'll be on like EA Pass. Exactly. It's not a terrible game, but it's not a $90 FPS game. So it's direct comparison though. I know neither of us have really played it. Would you consider Vanguard over it or would you wait for like the next Modern Warfare game? Seeing all the glitches that Vanguard had in beta was atrocious. I mean, you're only a multi-billion dollar company. I wouldn't expect you to know how to make a game. Yeah. yeah. It looks really tough from the billion dollar standpoint. But at this point, if it comes out for $69.99 instead of $79.99 like Battlefield, you fucking bet. Absolutely. Yeah. I I enjoy Call of Duty. I used to, you know, you used to rip Battlefield with your buddies all the time. Modern Combat when we were in elementary school, 1942, like those old Battlefield games felt different than Call of Duty. This almost doesn't. This feels like Cold War, a little jacked up on the graphics, and the guns don't hit near as hard because apparently everybody walks away from a 50 cal shot. Yeah, I agree with that. I think everyone's too focused on filling that Battle Royale void. Which like I this hate. isn't even a battle royale, but the 128 man lobbies. It's terrible. 64 versus 64, or whatever the last one was. Yeah. Or maybe the one before that, because I think I missed one or two. 64 versus 64 was big, but it was controllable. Yeah. You didn't have seven guys in helicopters flying around every flag and just destroying everyone. It was awful. I played two games. I had to turn it off before I broke something. Yeah. So summarizing that, I think for me. I'll give it another day, but as it sits, it's a pass on the sake that, like, I hope they come out with a, an honest, like, game changer. Yeah. We're pushing into cleaner running stuff. There's a lot more competition now. Everyone's been at home through COVID. Like, you're starting to see these games come out to really make people pick. Like, there's so many games now that it's like you have to decide where you're going to split your time up. And for me, Battlefield, I don't think is going to be one of them. No, no, I, I can't. You, you know what? If I'm dying for the FPS kick and Call of Duty continues to go the way it does with literally hackers in every fucking game, it doesn't matter. <laughs> There's somebody that's just apparently unreal with a pistol all the time. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I'll rip Battlefield, but I'm not going to sit down, and get drunk on a Friday night with a LAN party and play a bunch of Battlefield. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. I don't I don't know anybody that could honestly do that with that game. That's what I mean. It's not one of the ones that just like you get eager. It's like, okay, everyone's coming over, land party, meet up, rush home after work, jump online, skip no dinner. Shot. It's like it's not happening. No shot. You couldn't do it. I'm I have more high hopes from other FPSs like Halo coming out that hopefully hit that better. I think it has to. I mean, I grew up playing Xbox, buying Xbox, buying Halo, playing Halo. Yeah. Religiously. I'm pretty sure, like, the first three Halos, I waited at Best Buy or Future Shop. Oh, yeah, you did the overnight. Yeah. Yeah, you went, you went, you waited outside. You got your mom to grab a camp chair. Exactly. You waited. You got that game first thing. And you know what? You skipped school the next day because you didn't feel good, but goddamn, did you rip Halo. Yep. God forbid. You can't do that now, though. I feel bad for anyone that's in middle school or high school that's considering calling in the sick card. That is one thing I learned from being a kid. My son, you know what? Maybe twice a year. I understand big releases come out. Tell your mom you're sick. I'll cover for you. It's all good. Yeah, and how are you going to cover yourself when you're sitting down to play next to him? Uh, somebody's got to stay home and watch a kid. You, okay. can't, you can't leave a kid home sick by himself, you know? I'm I, volun- I volunteer is- to take that. I'm glad this has been pre-planned because oh. it's not like your wife will ever hear this. No, 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 of course Figure not. this out. No, we're, uh, we'll keep it casual. Yeah. <laughs> 
So we'll uh, that's probably it for this week on Game Attack. But let's move on. What we got? Uh, sports starting up first. First week preseason hockey. What are we? Week five in football. Week four or five in football. I say this could set the whole feel for how my fantasy football did today. Ooh, I got a bye week. I'm doing okay. And I did poorly. Robert is beating me by two points. Well, you only had one guy play, though, didn't you? I know he did too, though. He had Henderson running back from Seattle, and Metcalf for me put up two less points. Uh, I only got to watch like one quarter of the game. You know what? You got to expect that. You can't. You can't expect the wide receivers to compete with running backs. Once in a while, you know, Tyreek Hill. What? What do you think? Did you see that from Mahomes? No, it, I didn't. Okay, last week. So, yeah. So last week, whatever. They connected for three TDs or something. Tyreek and Mahomes put up like 80 fantasy points together. Really? Yeah. So after the game, post an interview, somebody posts a meme. I haven't seen it yet. I just kind of heard the story. But picture of Patrick throwing the ball with his eyes closed, and all it says was, fuck it, Tyreek down there somewhere. Fair enough. But it, when you build <laughs> your team around your quarterback, like you expect nothing less. But you know the best part? Somebody asked him about it in the post-game interviews. Said hey, like this meme specifically. Yeah, yeah. They said hey, did you see the see the meme? Fuck it, Tyreek down there somewhere. And he just he just laughs. He said just saw that in the locker room. You know, it's kind of true. It's, <laughs> I'll admit it. You know, he's a great he's a little guy, but he's great. He'll go find the ball when I throw it. And I think that's a perfect perfect rendition of Tyreek Hill. He is gonna catch the ball if it's in his area. Fair enough. And to the team's benefit, like I hope that works for them. But if they decide to shut it down and leave someone else open, that's been proven. Yeah, but. Does Kansas City have enough guys to have Tariq shut down and still make the championship? Well, here's the question then. Like, all that stuff aside, they're not, they haven't come out as hot as everyone was expecting. Do you expect to see them in the later end of the playoffs, let alone the Super Bowl? I, I do. I don't expect them in the Super Bowl. I see them definitely winning a game in the playoffs. I don't know if they're winning two. I, I don't know. I think. My contenders right now, you got Buffalo playing hot. Yep. Buffalo's playing Surprising. hot. Surprising. I think LA, they're playing hot. I like it from them. I say, I want to see it. Did they lose tonight? I don't, I don't even know. I still I say, like we have to clarify, too, which LA. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Sorry. The Chargers. Oh, okay. The, the Rams, whatever. They're they're okay. You know? They play decent. decent they're ball. up 16-7 on the Seahawks right now. Yeah, well, third quarter. me and my friends could go up 16-7 on the Seahawks this year. <laughs> But yeah, I got I got the Chargers up there. They play they play good ball. I like it. But I don't see them winning. I think you always have to have Tom Brady as a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. No I mean no matter who he's with, I don't care. He's got it's him and Gronk. They could always win a Super Bowl. As much as you love to hear that. No, no, no. As I, a Russell Wilson Seattle fan. Yeah, I'm not a Brady fan. I have him in my fantasy point league, but you can't deny it. He's playing well. He's designed that team to what benefits him best, and it shows. And at what, 58 years old? Like, yeah. good Lord. Uh, he's And apparently with five more years to go. Minimum. If if Giselle lets him play that long, it'd be incredible. <laughs> so, early pick. Who's your Super Bowl winner? We got a couple contenders. KC, Tampa, LAC. Do you think the Titans are a contender? Absolutely not. No? No. I think they're having a great season so far. You're right, they are. And I'm very excited to watch them go 8-5 and five or whatever the fuck it is. So do you think Baltimore has contention? No! <laughs> Baltimore could barely beat Kansas City on their worst day. Lamar uh, just did it. 
I know on Kansas City's worst day, and they barely beat them. Exactly. No, absolutely not. Lamar front flips into the end zone, bruises his hip, and takes two practice days off, and you're telling me he's a Super Bowl contender? (laughs) The guy's a fucking head case. I love to see guys with passion and to play hard, but, dude, if you're going to front flip, fucking stick it. I think it's too early to make a prediction fully for who makes it, but I, I expect to see Brady there. Like oh, optimistically, yeah. I'd love to see like the Seahawks get there. I just I don't think it's their year. I I don't expect them to be there. I you know, Russell Wilson, good QB. DK Metcalf, love his personality, good receiver. Too many I, penalties. Well, yeah, I mean there's that. But you know what? I really I'm a Pittsburgh guy. I want to see Pittsburgh there. You know, like Big Ben, absolutely playing terrible, can barely throw the I ball say anymore. It's not gonna happen. It, I know it's not gonna happen, but we're talking about Seattle getting in. I'd like to see Pittsburgh in. I'll throw this out there. If Brady makes it, I'm happy. So be it. The only team I really care that never makes it is Green Bay. Mm. Yeah, you still got the hate on for Dennis, eh? That's for personal reasons, Yeah, and mm. I hope it stays. I mean, I also, you know, Dennis is not a right guy, but I don't want to <laughs> see him win the Super Bowl. I think he would just lose his shit. I could not handle the strut through work <laughs> at all. <laughs> I would probably take a month off of stress relief. I that, just couldn't deal. That's a big man coming in hot if they win for sure, man. <laughs> so so what is your early pick? Did you ever finalize that? You expect to see Tom there. I'm going to leave it at that. We'll revisit in a week or two, but my one pick for now is I say Tampa goes there. I think, I Unless, think Tampa goes there. If they can avoid injury, they'll be there. You know, I think even with injury, they'll be okay. I just don't know if they have the depth. Like if Gronk goes down, Antonio goes down, or gets into trouble... I don't. I don't think they got the depth for much. I think they got the system. You know, Tom's always been a system guy. You know, 15, 20 yard passes. He's never Aaron Rodgers. He's never going for eighty yards to Antonio. Yeah, I think. I think the system. They don't need to because of the system. I'm telling you, he's there. He'll be there. He'll always be there. But the Patriots also just showed us that like they understand his game and he can be shut down. Like it was a much tighter game for them. Who won? I believe Tampa won. Yeah. But it was like a three-point spread. Yeah, because they missed a field goal. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, the Pats missed a field goal. I, I agree. He can be slowed. I don't think a 20-point game is shut down, though. A 20-17 to 17 game. Yeah, they won by two points. Yeah. I don't I don't think a 20-point game is shut down. No, fair enough. Fair enough. You know, you, you see those teams lose 18-7. So if that's your stance on that, though, did the Patriots have – or sorry, does Tampa have a good enough defense – to continue with this train um because they've been letting in minimum 20 points every game uh, like their preseason so be it but 34-3 loss to the titans says a lot for their d it's going to be the same thing as kansas city winning they're not winning on their defense they are going to win by out slinging the other team which again brings me back to someone like baltimore semi-strong offense solid defense no i couldn't couldn't handle it So my my final pick, I'm expecting Tom to win. You expect to see Tom there. You're not making a pick. I might revisit this next week, but call me right now. Me and you are going to Tampa. Watch the last game before, and they'll probably be like 13 and 3. Sorry, that was before playoffs? Yeah. Okay. And it won't matter at all. Tom will be just sitting on the bench, smoking darts, and waiting for playoffs. <laughs> so golf, kind of wrapping up. Yep, finally. Finally. Shriners open this weekend, I believe. Yeah, Ryder Cup just finished. Two weeks ago. What a joke that was. That wasn't even a contest. <laughs> Apparently. What? There were higher hopes going into it. 
Well, I couldn't. I could not imagine being Team Europe and being slapped that badly. I think they had one good day. I don't care if they had one good day. What was the score? I gotta pull up the score here. Nineteen to nine. Nine. Yeah. So in a nineteen, and I understand team game, different competitions. I really thought Team Europe had more talent than that. I understand, you know, America's good. I think they have the talent. I know I can't name it off the top of my head. I know a couple of their big players sat out. Lots of people didn't want to play that tournament, actually. I That is the part that surprises me the most, is how do you get asked to play for, not country technically, because it was a lot of different European countries, but your continent. How do you be asked to represent your continent and say, nah, I'm going to sit this one out? Without going into too much depth, I think it's a lot to do with the same thing as like the Olympics. So it was a whole bunch of COVID stuff. You're getting ready for playoffs now. Like you have a lot of other big games coming up. Like it's a lot of resource to commit to that, to potentially come out sore, come out flat. But what are you coming out Not flat for? practice. What are you coming out flat? The Shriners Open? <laughs> Fair. I mean, I don't even, I can't even think of the tournament they had last weekend if there was one. If you're coming out flat and you're worried about the Shriners Open and Matt Wolf shooting a 9 or 10 under or whatever the fuck he had today. Like, great round for a guy. Finished 7 under. But, yeah, but you look at the Shriner right now, you have no major contenders. Everyone's sat it out anyways. Exactly. So my question is, why are these guys sitting out the Ryder Cup? I don't get it. You'll have to go out of your way to ask one of them. You know, I will. Blast we're going to head feed. down there. Yeah, we're going to head down there. I'll get a couple of these guys on the phone. Who knows? We'll ask him. Because I, I can't see... The top five right now. Not really any names I recognize. For you know, this current guys I yeah. yeah, guys I recognize. Like you got Sung Jay. You know Matt Wolf was close. He's tied for fifth, but there's five guys tied for fifth. Hideki tied for tenth. Like I don't I haven't seen a big name, like quote unquote big name until oh hang on, still scrolling here. I mean, Victor Hovland tied for 31st. You don't have much going on this week in golf. But it's what, day one? That's not the point. <laughs> Apparently, it's an easy course if you got guys shooting 10 under, 8 under, 8 under, 8 under. Five guys shooting 7 under. Fair enough. But at least with that, <clears throat> if everyone's expected to shoot that well, it shows the gapping and what's going on. Yeah. So you get guys that drop down there, either one having a bad day like i don't know anything about this current week and i don't know how the weather was but if you start getting gaps between your major talent like there's something that's causing it but i'm curious because it was this weekend and the last tournament i believe that again a lot of the big players haven't been playing but when you go to the world rankings even the money leaders it's all the names you'd expect to see honestly yeah but do you think that just comes with the end of season everybody's kind of just nah, it's small tournaments fuck it i think so i think it's going to be a lot of everyone staying home Practice, 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 getting ready for all this year end stuff. Now, what the he- what do we have left? What do we have left for year end golf tournaments? This Ryder sure Cup just wrapped up. We've already done the Masters. We've done the U.S. Open. We're kind of running out of tournaments, big tournaments at least. Yeah, because the FedEx Cup finished so like. That's what I mean. It's pretty much on the wind down now into the season. And I know COVID played in like a big role of that. I would still expect to see a couple couple big name guys just like 
dick around and have a weekend of golf, though. Like, John Rahm? He's a guy that I... Yeah, but he's the first in the league right now. I just looked that up. He's like... Yeah, great golf. He doesn't have to do anything he doesn't want to. I know. But I would expect him just to show up just to, like, give these kids a lesson for a weekend. (laughs) I think now, too, though, like, I'm curious because of how big... Maybe that's it, too. Shriner's purse is only $7 Oh, you hear that? Only seven no, no, million. Yeah, but you look at how this year was going into the bigger tournaments. Like you've never seen as large of these purses, and like I don't know how much merit is to it. Listening to some of the other podcasts, I know that the pros are getting more picky because it's like you don't go out there assuming, or some of them do, but you just don't be like, "I'm going to win this. I'm in it for the whatever two million dollar first prize." It's like you're coming out there. Okay, if I place top twenty five, what's my purse? And I'm not saying it's like, oh, it's not good enough for me to go play. But it's like, do I risk making whatever it is still 200 grand this weekend? Do I take the week off, stay at my home course, practice for two weeks, a week, whatever, come back the week later to a purse that even dead last in the money gets you 400K? I I think with the field at Shriners, you'd expect to see maybe not your top guys. Like you don't expect to see Ram. You don't expect to see DJ. But I expect at least Spieth to go there because you know he's shooting top five. Yeah. After the, I, after the weekend he had it. We'll at revisit the rider. this in a week or two though because from the current one that we're on, Shriner, the next two tournaments go up to a ten million dollar pot. So we'll see if there's some more money players there. There, there has to be. You can't take three weeks off at the end of the year. You got to get a paycheck from time to time. Maybe you don't. I don't know. Maybe maybe Titleist and Taylor may pay these boys good fucking money. I, don't I have know. no doubt. But like. Saying that, so ranking at your ranking your PGA top tour standing right now, you got John Ram in first, DJ sitting in second, Mark Howe is in third, which is a surprising one for me. Honestly, love the yeah, guy. Yeah, but he won. I think he plays first twice this year. I know, but it's not a guy that I would have coming into this year been like, oh yeah, Collins going I don't know. off. If you have the confidence to go in there, walk your ball out. Like, why not? Yeah, true. Cantley's in fourth, and then Chufley's in fifth. <sighs> With a JT and a DeChambeau right behind him. But still, I didn't hear Spieth in the top seven. I don't Spieth even... is in 13th. Exactly. That's a guy I thought would have been going to these smaller tournaments expecting a top five finish. But saying that, he's even had a good year, though. He had a win. He's been placing top fives. Like, this was his comeback year for sure. Which is why I thought he would have been there. Like, kind of just on a trophy collecting year. Just hanging out at the small tournaments, winning, and heading home. Fair enough. As a guy that... Not, like even not Rory's even, in 15. Well, fucking Rory hasn't golfed in five years. Good Lord. <laughs> Just an awful golfer. Okay, I mean, yeah. I'm going to steer away from that then. Christ. And I want to know, what's your recap on your golf season this year? Oh, big golf year. Big golf year this year. I got out probably a fucking 40 or 50 times. Yeah. I don't think I got any better. <laughs> you know, I went. No, I could say you definitely got better. The first weekend we golfed this year. Okay, we'll even call it our first decent weekend. I'm pretty sure you broke down way under the 100 finally compared to our last year where you were 120s on a bad day, 110s on a good day. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, last year, I think my first year really getting into golf, you know, you kind of graduate, you figure out that all old people do is golf and drink. You get into that. Yeah. So, yeah, last year, you know, I think my best score was like a 108 at our home course. Not the hardest course, par 73, but... 108's pretty bad. I'll admit it. Pretty <laughs> fucking bad. This year, uh, last month or week before that, maybe, end of July, broke 90. Shot an 89. Yeah. 
Sure, that felt good. And it pissed me off because it was four iron off the tee, hybrid off the tee, four iron off the like. Breaking ninety is fucking easy as long as you keep the ball in play, but it sure isn't fun. I agree with that. There's nothing better than standing over. But to anyone two, listening, they're judging us right now, saying oh, all you God. have to do is practice. Yeah, absolutely. I don't do that. I'll <laughs> fair fair point right now. I don't practice. I very rarely warm up. I know you're the same. You're a real come to the course at the tea time kind of guy with a coffee still in your hand. Exactly. So you know what? I'm happy with my year. I would have liked to been more consistent because I had like. 189, a couple mid-90s, and a lot of 102s. Yep. So I'm going to take my year. I'm going to take it with a grain of salt. I changed a lot of things. Got Finally got fitted for some clubs, so we'll see how next year goes. But I'll take it. I had an okay year. What do you think? How was your year? My year was like kind of getting the dust off. You were there for my season last year. I dropped a bunch of weight, and I hated golf. Like I came back to play. And there was not a single fun thing about it. There's nothing quite like watching a guy lose 150 pounds and then try to swing a golf club. It was not fun. It, I go back to high school when I golfed a lot. I would say I was like, okay. I definitely was probably close to my 9 or 10 handicap, which like for me nonchalantly was like decent. That's, oh, yeah. That's a very And then coming back score. to last year where like all jokes aside, my handicap had to be like 20. Oh, yeah. we Yeah. Just nasty. And then but like breaking down this year kind of restarting from the ground up it was much much better if anything i think this year the amount that i got out it made me realize i can have fun again and it gives me motivation for next season to actually get better oh yeah we had a lot of weeks this year where i mean we didn't play the most professional golf we probably had six pack each and a couple couple dubs whatever yeah there was sometimes we were happy not to get kicked off oh absolutely you know that i think that comes with golf yeah, it's it's that sport that you and your buddies go out and you get trashed at one o'clock on a on a Tuesday or a Sunday, depending. We got shift work. So Tuesday actually worked out pretty well. Exactly. Nobody else on the course. Why not have six beers and get annihilated? Yeah. But, and then like see if you can keep it all in you on the course or not. Yeah. Fair disclaimer right now. If you you watch this guy golf, he's almost guaranteed to throw up on the fucking course. I set a record for a couple times this year. <laughs> but you know what? We played hard courses this year. We, we did, and actually, I want to touch on that. How do you rate? Would you again start your year off with some of the freaking hardest golf we played, or would you like to like get your preseason jitters out and then go down south for us and play some difficult courses? Uh, you know what? After the first day, I don't think I had the preseason jitters. I don't know. The first day was the worst day. It was the hardest freaking course we played. It was brutal. It was a wind tunnel. Yeah, it was. What what the hell was that? Uh, For anyone that wants to go down to Kamloops and play Bighorn. Oh yeah, Bighorn. Bighorn like, it's golf a wind tunnel and the whole time on the you side just of a mountain. A house. Yeah. yeah. On the side of a mountain, there's no level lie anywhere. You're always up or downhill. And yeah, houses fucking everywhere. And it, you're either with or against a hurricane wind. Like it's right up on the hill. Coming it off the lake didn't matter. By far the least amount of fun I've had in a round of golf this year. I have never seen Shane smoke a drive so hard into a house though. And exactly. that made me laugh my ass off. Yeah, but then you do it. You go to your next hole. You're like, well, I don't want to do that again. Thank God I didn't hit a window. <laughs> or for us, like, <laughs> it's setting the pace. One, we're mentally trying to, like, figure out each hole. We're trying to be really careful. Oh, yeah, you don't know where you're going. Don't hit the houses. Then we have issues with, like, running up on people that we can't see. Oh, them getting mad it, at us. Oh, God. It was by far the worst round of golf. If you drive backwards up a golf hole to a group on a blind tee shot, prepare to get knocked out. Honestly, 
Oh my! If God. Shane wasn't there and it wasn't our first game of the year, I'm throwing hands with that guy every time. That was impressive. That that set our level for the whole weekend. Like, you know what? If we hit one close to you, shout back four, and we'll understand. Oh shit! Maybe this hole is too blind for us to hit driver on. That's fine. I agree. But if if two balls kind of roll close to you and you go backwards trying to start a fight, you might be a dickhead. Just maybe, yeah. I mean, putting that out there. It's like, don't come off and be standoffish right off the bat. But you know, going back to it, would I start? Would I start a year with the hardest courses we've ever played? Uh, every time I would do that, hundred <laughs> percent. There's nothing better than shooting 115 at a course you've never played, and then going to some rich guy's house and getting annihilated because apparently your friends know everybody. Yeah, apparently that worked out too. I won't lie, that was a great way to start the season and yes a great end to this shittiest round of golf i've ever played oh the worst i mean i've never i've never wanted to leave my clubs at a course so badly in my life <laughs> but you know what we played that we what else we got we got a couple easy rounds though that weekend yeah river shore was river nice. shore was easy you know i only put one in a house I say you pegged a house yeah that's the only time i think i've ever hit a straight drive in my life and it was 30 yards left <laughs> Just pulled the shit out of it trying to play a slice. Again, we chalked that off to our first weekend out. Oh, yeah. Not that it got any better, but, you know, Eagle Point, had the weather been nice, scorable I course. Fun-wise, different. That was, I could almost classify my worst day of golf, too, because, like, I've never, I've never played a sport and been so frozen. It was, like, eight degrees, raining. I couldn't put on more layers. Like, I didn't have it's, enough. This guy's me. got, like, a polo, a long sleeve under it, a sweater, and a down jacket on. I was like, holy shit, bud. Good luck swinging a club. And I, I couldn't warm up. I could not do it. But, but scorable course. I had a birdie. I, oh, actually, I had two. It was. And it was... It was a fun course. It you was know? nice. Kind of outside Kamloops, kind of off the lake. That's what I would raining. love to go back and play, like, prime season greens. Oh, what Because, like, so all nice. the courses were rough for us. It was early spring. But... It had very good potential. But, yeah, it's not one that you're going into like, oh, my God, I, I don't deserve to play here. It's so difficult. It's like you, it kind of compares to home. You can go in there and be like, I'm going to attempt a good round of golf here. Yeah, I think a 95 of that course for us, not playing it, whatever. That's a good score, not playing a course and being yeah. 20 handicaps at the beginning of the year. I agree. 25 even at the beginning of the year. Like We played bad golf to start the year. But what else we have? we got Tobiano, arguably one of the most recognizable courses in British Columbia. Yep. What do you Honestly, think? I was happy. I, I think out of the four of us, I played the best that that day. I came out off the tee box, fairways all day. Like I played well. I I'm a little biased, but I had fun there. I could not hit a fairway to save my fucking <laughs> life. I hit my career longest drive though. You did. I carried a bunker, which was 305 to carry, so that was a big fucking deal for me. I think I shot 110. Pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty pretty fucking bad round of golf. But you know, with four Baileys and coffee before the round. I was feeling loose, but and it again, was a beautiful like course. We started off that morning in a freaking wind tunnel, chilly. Oh, right on the lake. If you get a chance to go there, go there. Like, beautiful course. You got lake views. You got mountains in the background. Gorgeous houses all along it. Oh, Which, thankfully, really, yeah. space loud enough, though. Like, you're not actually worried about hitting them. Well, I mean, I did put one in that new edition, but that wasn't bad. Yeah, we're going to say that was a <laughs> below average golf <laughs> shot. But beautiful course. You can't complain. Green's even in fast april when we went yeah quick quick hard but lush probably one of the fastest greens i played all year and that was in april yeah oh yeah that's probably the hardest screen we'll play ever yeah but not not a bad course loved it i would go there every year if i could i agree that would be one that like going down 
even like not to have to make a weekend out of it, I I've done it. You just play that one in passing, and it's always good. You oh can yeah. Go try hard. You can go casual. Yeah. You got four hours to kill on a drive. Why not? And like you don't have to, like it's classified as a gorgeous course for us, but you don't have to. The people there are super nice. You can show up honestly in your bare minimum attire to meet their standards. Yeah, shorts and, and polo, and you're good to go. Exactly. Does, does not have to be pants. You don't even need a hat. Shorts and polo, you're good to go. If you do need a hat, you can buy an $80 toque, I believe they have. Exactly. Sorry, a winter hat for American folk. The price reflects it, but it like I do recommend it. Anyone that goes out of everything in BC, like make it on your list. Oh, you have to go. And la- last round of our opening weekend, Kamloops Golf and Country Club. Very The biggest surprise for me. I was I went into it like thinking it was just gonna be home, blah, blah, blah. Oh, we got the best weather of our weekend, but it was the biggest turnaround for me. I enjoyed that course. Well, best weather minus an hour and a half frost delay. Yeah. A little tough. Get warm. Go over to the starter. Hey, boys, you guys are going to have to wait. You might want to get some breakfast. Yeah. Oh, okay, perfect. But, I, yeah, great golf from both of us. And it, like, I normally i am a pretty antisocial golfer, but we got paired with the two old-timers, and they were a blast. Oh, hilarious guys to golf. I can't remember the one guy's name, but holy shit, did he ever play his 55-yard slice. Yeah. The ball only went 150 yards, but he was aiming two fairways to the left. Here we are, two young guys off the first tee box, thinking we're all that. Just, I think our first three holes were terrible. Oh, I think they we went like double, double, triple. Everything. Oh, God. Oh, it was and awful. And then they got into it. They started hitting water. Their game went for an upset. We warmed up a little bit, and it was just, it was fun the whole way yeah, through. Yeah, I think we won the back nine. Front nine, not even close, but. No question. Oh, God. Back nine, we did all right. So, you got any goals? Golf, going in, what do you got for goals next year? I don't know. I just, I got to figure out my, I got to figure out my long clubs. Yeah. My driver. Yeah. Halfway got there. I need to figure out my four or five iron and I need consistency on the fairway drivers. When I hit them, it's like any other club. Obviously you hit them, you hit them clean. They're good. But like for me, there's no half-ass recovery. Like it's topped or gone. Yeah. A bad shot is bad. A good shot's good, but a bad shot is terrible. My biggest improvement this year was my, I'll, I'll call it chipping, but my pitching wedge play. Holy shit. You ever seen a guy carry less fucking clubs in his bag? This guy is fucking out of the sand, pitching wedge, 120 no, yards out. 60 degree right, right. Sorry. You bought a, bought a lob wedge this year. Out of the sand at the beginning of the year, pitching wedge, 120 yards out, pitching wedge, 30 yard pitching wedge, five yard bump and run, pitching wedge. I've never seen it before in my life. It was incredible to watch. It pissed me off so much. And it worked for my entire season, but. Coming to that, I've <clears throat> I've never done so well within 100 yards, and my putting saved my season this year. Now, I think we played completely opposite rounds of golf every year. <laughs> I Once the driver was kind of figured out, I was hitting a lot of fairways. I've never had a problem with my 5-iron, with my hybrid. I don't care. I can't chip. Anything less than a full pitching wedge for me is complete garbage. I might as well just write down a plus 4 on the hole. And I probably averaged at minimum... And I'm on my two putt. I, I, you know, this is going to be coming down to, oh, you should practice. Work on your stroke. Yeah. Work, work on your short game. I can't do it. I show up to the range with a big bucket of balls. I'm like, okay, I should grab my wedges, maybe like a seven iron warm up. Then I end up hitting disco stick for 45 minutes. If I can recommend anything, it's like go to Costco, buy the grass rug, and just putt all winter. <laughs> I have one. I have a grass putting rug. It's got the automatic return. I still like to take full swing five irons in my living room. Yeah, there you go. There's nothing better than ripping I'm a four sure iron. Into, loves that. Nothing better than ripping a four iron into the fireplace. I look forward to the day I get a phone call 
It's like, can you help me change a window out before the wife gets home? No, no, I got phone balls. <laughs> I always hit towards the drywall, never the windows. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Patch is cheaper than a window. So, NHL. Do you have any expectations for that? I've yeah, been, I've been out of it. They're gonna win the cup. Oh my god, this fucking guy. They can't. They're going to. No, the rules are they can't. They're going to be in contention, top in the league. They will, hundred percent. The same thing Vegas did. They came out, they rolled everybody for no reason. I hated it. I hate to see it. I'm just glad nobody from my team, Penguins, nobody important got taken. Yeah, I still got Sid. I still got Gino. It doesn't matter from there. The rest of the guys are fucking whatever. They just fill the gap. I think just because it's preseason, I haven't watched a ton. I'm not making much for predictions. No, I'm pretty. I'm more excited about our fantasy right now, and just the fact that we get to watch hockey again without like the broken conferences. Like we actually get to see some nice yeah. matchups again. We, we're gonna have hockey in Canada again. Exactly. Finally. So not this Northern League bullshit where all the teams are trash except for the Oilers, but they still don't make the playoffs. Yeah, the Northern Conference became just a like. It was a joke. Leafs and Oilers kind of thing. Uh, it was a total joke. It, it Montreal took the fun was out of okay, for me last but year. oh, it was it was a terrible year for Canadian hockey. The only sport that we're ever supposed to beat America in, and it was an awful year. Yeah, and then the Canucks got COVID for like a month. Well, fuck the Canucks. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, you know, you got your hardcores in BC that are like Canucks this and that, but the Millionaires were good. I'll give them that. Wow. The, you know, the Millionaires won a cup. That's fine. I agree. Too early for predictions. I want to see, I want to see preseason. I want to watch a couple games this week, a couple games next week. I don't know if I'll have a prediction next week. I'll have a prediction the week after. I say I foresee NHL being a hot topic coming up, but as it sits right now, not a ton to say on it. No, I'm just absolutely nothing. You got to, you got high expectations for the Kraken because they pick whoever they want. Like I said, I've been a bit of a bandwagoner in the past. I grew Real, up. Canucks. Wow, I would not have guessed Actually, that. Actually, that's a lie. I grew up Colorado. Oh, the worst. I had my all-time goaltender, Patrick Waugh, fanboy forever. Oh, God. Switched to the Canucks because, yeah. It's what you do in BC. It's what you do in BC, yep. From there, I think it was despite everyone that liked the Canucks, went to the Oilers. I jumped on that. And that's where you're riding until Seattle came out. It was. You were riding Edmonton. And now I'm a diehard Seahawks fan, so we're making it easy. Seattle, Seahawks, Seattle, Kraken, done. One town, we're good to go. One town, two losing teams. That's good to hear. <laughs> so, what I think one thing we're gonna you're gonna have to learn. We got to get into some basketball. I think you know I'm a big basketball guy. I'm thinking we're gonna have some kind of segment where it's like Caleb gets schooled. We're we're gonna be running out of sports here pretty soon because I mean we only got honestly two or three, no sorry three or four months of football. Yeah. And like, then we're, we're done. Only on week four. No, no, we got about three or four months of football. Hockey will run for sure, but other than that, that's all we got. We got hockey, basketball, and football. Nothing else runs in the winter. Yep. You're gonna have to learn. We're gonna we're gonna have a little bit of trivia. See some easy stuff. Maybe toss in a hard one or two. No, I'm interested in that. Well, we'll get it. We'll get it. It's going. fine. I'm gonna get someone, whether it's Twitter, or anything, social media. Someone's gonna help me out. And we're gonna get you stumped on it though. Oh, no shot. <laughs> no shot. If there's the only thing I know here, it'll be basketball. <laughs> I I think we're wrapping up. What do you think? I say pretty damn we, close. We yeah. covered a lot of shit. I'd uh, say I'm pretty content for our pilot episode here. We're running in at an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, trim, yeah, trim down. We probably got an hour of content. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, if you guys want us to talk about shit next week, 
You got to let us know early because I uh, I usually forget I have homework, so I don't do the research. <laughs> a lot of the stuff I'm kind of going off, uh, you know, whatever word of mouth, where to say, whatever I can Google while I'm sitting behind the mic. Exactly. Hopefully a little less of that for both of us. Yeah. I mean, we can't, you know, Caleb kind of got us a list today, but we're going to we're gonna try to be more prepared. If you guys have anything you want us to talk about or anything that you have a hot take on, comment, send it over. Caleb will review it, tell you it sucks, but we'll probably talk about it anyway. Yeah, Bailey will save you. We did a bad job of touching on it, but like our whole concept is we're trying to get smashed while talking about this, talking to everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah. The sponsor. So we came in with our liquor. So if anyone has some recommendations for some whiskeys, just anything hard liquor, because, you know, we're going for the hard stuff here. Nice. Good segue. Yeah, Love that. You, you got to give us the shout out on that because we're pretty much trying to get a hold of everything and yeah. uh, hate our lives. Enjoy it. Don't matter. I'm pretty happy today with our bareface canadian whiskey yeah sponsored by bareface this weekend not really sponsored by but i'd love it if they were yeah bareface canadian whiskey seven year triple oak aged uh mediocre you know caleb gave it a seven or eight eight eight, eight. i gave it a seven we mixed it with some amaretto montenegro or something yeah okay. amaro montenegro better spanish this time uh made a made a black bear caleb enjoyed it i thought it made the whiskey worse no, I, I did enjoy it. I thought for someone that can normally not stomach it, like just whiskey, because it's normally fire going down your throat. This it was, was smooth. really smooth. Oh, it was smooth. So that's recommendation. Get it? Great whiskey for not whiskey guys. And it's not going to break the bank, honestly. No, 40 bucks for, what is this? A two six, six, I think. I'm not sure what Americans call it, but it's uh, 750 milliliters. So three cups. There you go. That's the best conversion <laughs> I got. Three cups of whiskey. Thirty-eight ninety-nine, not a bad deal. Came with this little bottle and a drink recommendation. So, little disclaimer: we have no idea if you can get it in the U.S. or not. Oh yeah, I'm gonna almost guarantee you can't. But <laughs> if you can, I, I'd pick it up. Absolutely, good whiskey. Not great, but good for what it costs. <laughs> More to come on that. <laughs> so that that'll be it then. That's it for this week. Yes, sir. We are done. Uh, we're. I think we'll probably try to record during the week. Have every episode out maybe on the weekend. Yeah, don't hold us to that though. Yeah, that is that's that's loose, man. We're both on shift work and we got sports and stuff, man. We we're starting to play hockey this year. We'll talk about that that next next week probably. Yep, probably. Uh, we're we're doing all right. We'll we'll catch you guys next weekend. And we'll see what's going on. It's to be determined what socials we're going to show up on. I know Twitter will probably be at least one. So if you guys ever want to put in some feedback, hit us up on there. Looking forward to hearing from everyone and. We'll talk to you next week. That's it, guys. Peace out.